Hi, this is Carl Polichuk, and welcome to my State of the Nation address for 2014. I'm a blogger, a writer, a podcaster, an IT consultant, an IT coach. Some of you are hearing me for the first time, so let me take a minute to introduce myself. I owned a small technology consulting business in Sacramento, California for 16 years, and uh, I now work at that company as the senior systems engineer, salesman, and whatever else needs doing. I go on roadmap meetings with clients and work on uh, network migration projects. We help our clients differentiate themselves from their competition through the strategic use of technology. Uh, we got into managed services in 2005 and we got very heavily into cloud services about 2009. I've written 10 books, most of them about how to be more successful as a technology consultant. My most recent book is not technical, though. It's the revised edition of Relax, Focus, Succeed. Uh, my next book is on project management in the small business space. It should be out in the next couple of months. And then, of course, later in the year, I have a huge four-book project I'm putting together on standard operating procedures for small IT consultants. My hottest book right now is the second edition of Managed Services in a Month. This revised edition has been released uh, about a year now, and um, for more than five years, it has been the number one book on Amazon for managed services. These and all my other books are available at smbbooks.com. On top of that, I write a blog at smallbizthoughts.com. I have a weekly email that highlights what's new and what's hot in the SMB community. And so I hope that you go check all that out. By the way, I'm going to put every link that I mentioned today is going to be up on the SMB community podcast site when this is over. So now here's what we're up to today. I'm going to give a few announcements and then I'm going to summarize some of the big changes that have taken place in the SMB space in the last year. Um, and then I'm going to have some speculations and some strategies for 2014. Then we're going to talk about retooling and refocusing for the year and for the market that's coming up. Ready? Let's go. Section number two is on announcements. We have some big announcements today. We're going to start with our appearances. Uh, on the, I guess next week. Yeah, next week. Holy smokes. I'm going to be going to uh, Los Angeles. It's going to be in, in Orange County. And on January 24th and 25th, I'm going to be making presentations at the SMB Tech Fest in Southern California. This is a two-day event, really amazing amount of uh, information there. My presentations are going to be on perfect project management, perfect project execution, the 10 most important rules for getting rich with a small business, and everything you need to know about TCP IP in the server 2012 environment. You can check out the entire two-day agenda at www.smbtechfest.com. My next big stop is going to be the SMB Nation Emerging Technology Tour. The next stop on the tour is Silicon Valley at the Microsoft office in Mountain View, California. My topic there is standards and procedures that will instantly increase your profits. This is part of a big 10-city tour across the United States and Canada. Find out when we'll be in a city near you. Check it all out at tour.smbnation.com. 
the SMB Nation Emerging Technology Tour will be hitting one city a month, so make sure that you catch up with us somewhere. Next, uh, over at the greatlittleseminar.com site, we have a whole series of five-week courses coming up. The next course is standard, uh, Core Standard Operating Procedures for Small IT Providers. That course starts February 3rd, and you can find all the details at greatlittleseminar.com. Coming up later in the year is my third annual SMB Online Conference 2014. The theme for that is Systematic Success. It will be June 26th, 20, uh, I'm sorry, June 24th, 25th, and 26th, the last, the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday on the last week of June. You can find all the details for that at smbonlineconference.com, and we're just uh, getting that site tuned up for 2014. And then finally, my SMB Pre-Day Seminar, uh, my 10th annual SMB Nation Pre-Day Seminar will be September 19th in Redmond, Washington. Harry's taking SMB Nation back home to the mothership uh, in Redmond. And of course, we'd love to see you at the, the pre-day and at the SMB uh, Nation event on September 20th, 21st. So that's it for the announcements, except for the one really big, big, big announcement. My marketing manager, Monica Carraway, has always wanted to be an executive producer of something. So she went to to uh, work creating a completely new program that we're going to launch next week. It's 100% free, so don't worry about that. And more than free, it's 100% entertaining. It will be informative and it will be educational. What can it possibly be? Well, we're introducing a podcast like you've never heard before. We call it Odd Tuesdays. It's going to be on the Odd Tuesdays of the month. You can go check it out right now at www.oddtuesdays.com. The podcast will not consist of me interviewing vendors for an hour and letting them walk through their feature list nonstop. It will consist of short interviews with vendors and their customers. These will be very short, five or ten minutes, and completely unscripted. We will also have a small panel of specialists, which we call oddballs, who will give great product reviews, hardware recommendations, and commentaries, productivity tips, and more. And here's the best part of all. We're going to fit all of that into a 30-minute program. So it'll be fun, it'll be fast-paced, and it'll be informative. It's totally free, so check it out. If you don't like it, we'll give you your money back. The first show will be posted next Tuesday, January 21st. That's the third Tuesday of January, and after that, it will be on the first and third Tuesdays, the Odd Tuesdays of every month. So check out oddtuesdays.com. And now, section three. Segment three is the year behind us and the year ahead. So I guess this is the meat of the uh, State of the Nation address. Last year, the big talk was about life without small business server. Some people feared this so much that they just walked away from the business. They literally just stopped being IT consultants. Most of us, however, uh, had already been selling stuff in the cloud, right? We've been selling hosted storage, hosted backups, hosted email. And so we just kept moving in the direction that we were going. The truth is 
that uh, our company, America's Tech Support, sold SBS 2011 right up till the end. We told all of our clients who still had servers that they needed to, to buy open licenses early in the year or settle for OEM later in the year. Uh, a few missed the boat, but that was their choice. Mostly, uh, we kept people moving to the cloud. And let me tell you, there's only like three clients, three kinds of clients that don't move to the cloud. One is people who have such secure information that they feel like they absolutely cannot. And we've got exactly one of those. Second kind of client is those who have super slow internet connections and right now can't do anything about it. So if they, if they feel like they are not going to get the performance they need in the cloud, then they're not going. And the third is people who have large CAD files or QuickBook files or something like that. And um, they just can't you know, have it take an hour to log on every day as they synchronize all of their files. So some people, the cloud is not yet ready for them, and some people, they're not quite ready for the cloud. But for most people in the very small business space, some or all of their services can be moved to the cloud. And uh, I really like the hybrid model where not all of your services are in the cloud. Overall, the transition has been relatively painless. I would say that the uh, only folks who should be feeling the pain right now uh, and are not is the folks at Microsoft. Um, they have lost a lot of business, but they don't seem to care. It seems almost like they've completely and absolutely abandoned the small business market. When you know, when a company like ours moves, say, 15 clients to the cloud, that's 15 or 20 servers that we're not installing on site. Microsoft gets a little revenue from exchange licenses from the mailboxes. Um, through Splaw at whoever the provider is, but they're not getting revenue from server licenses, CALs, and exchange licenses. Microsoft did announce a new partner competency to replace the small business specialist competency or specialist program. Uh, and they, you know, our company hasn't gotten around to getting it. Uh, and I personally don't think I know anybody who has. So I'm not sure if they're getting any traction on that at all. Our move has been strictly to high revenue, low maintenance, cloud offerings. And as a result, almost nothing that we sell has Microsoft's name on it anymore. And it's, it's like any relationship. I sort of got to say, uh, I feel like they moved away from me and I didn't move away from them. You know what I mean? Um, on a slightly different note, we also haven't sold any Office 365 licenses. I imagine we will someday, but at the same, you know, at the small end of the market, I don't see us building a business around Office 365. So Microsoft hasn't seen the traction that they'd like from Office 365, and they certainly haven't seen any traction on the Windows 8 platform, um, at least on the desktop. The Windows 8 phones are just under 10% in the US market and just over 10% in the European market. It's a great phone. I love the Windows 8 phone. Everything that I have seen about it, I, I had one for a while. Um, it's very fast, very full-featured, great phones. Uh, it's the hottest thing that Microsoft has to offer into the small business space right now. Now, here's an interesting announcement. Mark your calendars for April 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. That's when Microsoft's Build Conference will come to San Francisco, and Microsoft will hold their first public discussion of Windows 9. The code base name is Threshold. 
the actual name Windows 9 hasn't been decided on. I think Threshold is an interesting name for the code base. Apparently, they rejected the name, oh dear God, anything except that horrible Windows 8 interface, only because it was too long and lacked elegance. But seriously, though the rumor is that Microsoft would like to, um, you know, release Windows 9 products in April of next year, that means it's 13 months from now. As far as I'm concerned, that's a green light to keep selling the so-called downgraded to Windows 7 machines. Let me just say a word um, now about two non-events so far. Uh, I believe both of these things are going to become larger events in 2014. The first is HIPAA. As the new high-tech guidelines um, begin to be enforced, we're going to see more and more fines to smaller and smaller medical offices. Do yourself a favor and set up a Google alert for HIPAA fine. You'll get an almost daily feed of news on this topic. If you serve small medical offices, you can virtually guarantee that they are not HIPAA compliant. So this is a huge opportunity. The second big event is the expiration of support for Windows XP in April. Like HIPAA, this deadline seems to be largely ignored by most businesses. But here's why it's going to be a big deal. Viruses geared towards Windows XP weaknesses and time to hit in the weeks and months after critical support is gone. These are viruses where, you know, uh, when Microsoft patches something in Windows 7, the bad guys go say, oh, I wonder if that same issue is with earlier versions of Windows, and they go write a virus for it. Well, after April, there won't be any patches for those viruses, at least not on the Windows XP platform. So it's only going to take maybe one or two nasty viruses, and people are going to start taking this seriously. Let me give you some only slightly related advice. Now is a great time to announce that you will be charging a higher hourly rate to work on any machines that are not supported by Microsoft. So that means that Windows XP is going to be more expensive to own. Uh, and this isn't being greedy. This is being realistic. A Windows XP machine is probably more than 10 years old. It's running on a Pentium or a Pentium Pro processor. It probably has one to two gigs of RAM maximum, and it's really, really slow. It takes you longer to do the exact same maintenance on that machine as it does on any newer machine having another operating system. So having a line from Microsoft makes it easier for you to draw a line regarding your support. All right, enough of that. Let me give you my spin on the recession and how it affected our business. First, uh, the recession pushed a lot of people to the cloud. Rather than investing $5,000 in a new server, many companies opted for low monthly payments for cloud services. I remember my friend Steve Luby telling me one time, the only reason that most Americans don't own an elephant is that they've never been offered one for easy monthly payments. So people like the cloud services when they're having a cash crunch because they can afford whatever, three or four hundred bucks a month. They can't necessarily afford five thousand dollars out of pocket all at once. Second thing that happened during the recession is lots of companies completely put off buying or leasing new equipment. On one hand, they're just saving money. On the other hand, many of them were shrinking because their business was shrinking. And so they could get a lot of mileage of moving the newer computers that they already owned to users uh, who were still around. So 
some of it is just shuffling and they took the older machines and put them on shelves. Third, lots of companies during the recession simply disappeared. Lots of clients went out of business. Lots of technology consultants went out of business. Some of your competition is no longer out there. When we cleaned our list in 2012, 25% of the IT consultants on our lists had disappeared. Uh, I, I guess you'd argue that our list is the smallest IT consultants out there, but it's still significant because that is our space. Uh, everyone felt the downsizing. You know, when your clients clients disappeared, that means that they felt that pressure. You know, and you combine that with personal financial issues related to the stock market or their housing and um, a lot of people just decided this was a great time to get out of the market if you're listening to this you're one of the survivors congratulations now a few things begin to emerge while the recession was going on for example 3d printing is finally becoming feasible on the desktop drones are becoming viable for small business use Robotics are become easier and more affordable. Tinkering and makering have emerged as hobbies with a clear business focus. Phones, more than any other mobile device, are dominating technology. I'm always saying you need to retool and rethink what business you're in. If your business is 100% defined by desktops and laptops and printers and servers and email and backup, that's one kind of business. Is that all you do? Is it all you ever do? Is it all you're ever going to do? Is it the beginning, middle, and end of your business? If it is, that's cool, but you have to figure out how you're going to make money in this environment. Personally, I'm looking for those new technologies and trying to figure out how I can help my clients take advantage of them. I'm not a desktop consultant. I'm not a Cat5 consultant. I'm not a laptop consultant. I'm a technology consultant. And if giving my clients advice on phones and drones and robotics and 3D printing is profitable, then I'm going to do that. Phones are obviously taking off on their own. Some of the other technologies just haven't yet, um, you know, because they don't have what it takes to explode into the popular market. What it takes is they got to have a killer app and they probably have to have some kind of social component. Email uh, is still the killer app of the Internet. It's still... The killer app of phones uh, but phones have other killer apps they have texting and they have gps nowadays each of these technologies needs to have a killer app and probably a strong social component for example 3d printing is beginning to take off because there are forums where people can request 3d designs and other folks can post them up for everybody to use there really will be a day when you can download the design of a spare part and create it yourself at home. More importantly, you're going to be able to download recipes for complex devices and print them yourself as a complete unit. That's a business model, my friends. But before you go, you know, we get to that era, you have to go through a period where most small businesses just don't have the resources uh, or the need for a 3D printer in-house. Think of what that means as a service, right? Somebody, Kinko's, the UPS store, Walmart, somebody will have a 3D printer where you can send your recipe and pay for it to be printed. Maybe at uh, next Christmas, your clients will be sending personalized thank you gifts that are 3D printed with their logo and their clients' names. 
3D printing turns the economy of scale on its head. You can't compete with the mass market of cheap plastic objects coming from China, but you can dominate a market of one-off personalized products. That really is coming. And so the question is, what role will you play? Will you sell these printers? Will you fix these printers? Will you lease them out to Kinko's and the UPS store? Will you help clients learn how to use them? Are you going to sell services? Or are you just going to help people go buy a $299 computer from Staples and help them set up Outlook to connect to their Gmail account? You have to have a strategy. You have to have a plan for the future. Nothing happens by itself. If you make no plan, then you will wake up every day and do what you did yesterday. And yesterday will disappear a little more every day you wake up. You have to decide whether you're going to respond to the emerging reality and intentionally mold uh, the new world as it comes, or are you just going to respond to everything? Obviously, I encourage you to fully participate in the creation of your own reality. So now as we emerge out of this recession, here are a few things to keep in mind. Remember the three things I said happened over the last five years? One, lots of companies moved to the cloud. Two, lots of companies put off buying new equipment. Three, lots of companies disappeared. Here is the immediate opportunity that I see. And by immediate, I mean 30 to 60 days. Hold client roadmap meetings with every single client. Start with the largest clients and work your way down. Help them figure out what to do with the technology they have laying around. Figure out whether they're seeing growth. Figure out whether they expect to see growth in the next few months or the next few years. Help them figure out whether the cloud is now the right choice for them. This is not a sales meeting. This is not a sales opportunity. This is a strategy meeting. As the ground stops shaking beneath your feet after five years of financial earthquake, you need to be the steady, stable partner that will help them as they move forward. Now, to be very honest, you will make sales from this, both now and in the months ahead. But you don't go in with the intention of making sales right now because that defeats the purpose of a roadmap meeting. Go in as an advisor and partner. There are two hugely important things to keep in mind right now. First, remember that clients have short-term economic memories. Clients used to pay three or $4,000 for a desktop computer. Now they have a hard time paying $2,500 for a server. When the recession started, they used to pay twelve dollars to $1,500 for a desktop fully loaded with Office. Now they go to Best Buy or Office Max and they see Chromebooks for $199. They're not stupid. They know it's not the same thing, but they have a lot more confusion than they did five years ago. Be sensitive and tune into their perceptions. Ask questions and then shut up. More than any time in the last 10 years, now is the time to listen to your clients. What are they thinking about with regard to pricing? What are they thinking about with regard to technology? Where are they going? Are they shy about moving quickly? or are they eager to jump ahead of their competition as the economy improves? That's why this is a roadmap meeting and not a sales meeting. The second big thing to remember is that there are normal stages to coming out of a recession. 
The most common thing that happens is a spike in productivity. Here's why. Productivity is a measure of how much is accomplished per person. In our business, we can also draw an analogy to how much is accomplished per machine. When the economy starts to improve, people are worried about expanding too fast. I'm not going to hire somebody until I'm sure business has improved enough so that I can keep them on. I'm not going to buy new machines until I'm sure we can afford the cash flow hit. So right now and for months to come, the norm will be that companies will get as much as they possibly can out of the people and equipment they have. So this is true even if the people are overworked and the equipment is five years past needing to be replaced. Productivity goes up in the early stages of a recovery because more work is accomplished by the same number of people. It's a simple math equation. At some point, there's too much work and there is enough money to buy new equipment and hire people. That will probably be a little at a time, so you need to be patient. But you also need to focus on helping them via strategy sessions and roadmap meetings. I highly recommend that you go spec out a desktop machine and a laptop machine that you can market to your clients for the next three months. Do not be pushy, but just send out a, you know, a flyer with a nice color picture or two. This will give them an idea of the current cost of equipment so that they don't actually have to have that conversation with you, um, right? They, they, you, they just sort of know what you're recommending and what the price point is. So you're having roadmap meetings on one hand and you're giving them solid information on the other hand. When they're ready to spend, they will come to you. As Bob Nitrio said in the last SMB online conference, have a never ending conversation with your clients. Make it all about them. If you play the advisor role now, you will be playing the sales role in a few months. Alrighty, segment four, rebuilding and retooling for the future. So my theme for this year is systematic success. That means consciously molding and refocusing your business as it evolves. That means recreating your business to be consistently successful as the year rolls on. I would encourage you to make a commitment to self-education and self-improvement this year. Put together a budget. Make sure that you understand what you need to know and go get that knowledge. Whether it's knowledge on sales or the newest technologies or these emerging technologies I talked about or the current stuff that's 100% within what you've been doing before, but it's the current version. Right? Whatever it is, please tune into it. Um, one of the biggest things that we're doing is, you know, this emerging technology tour with SMB Nation. I mean, it is focused 100% on what you need to know to get to the next level. So, you know, join us on that. But look at all the other opportunities for self-education in the next year. Put together a little budget. You don't have to have thousands and thousands of dollars, but you do have to have a few hundred dollars. And you need to be committed to that. I'm shocked at how reasonably priced uh, it is to be in this space right now. I mean, you can get an awful lot of education for not very much money. So please commit to that. Connect with me on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. Follow my blog at Small Biz Thoughts. Join me next week for the, the launch of Odd Tuesdays. The uh, first guest 
on that, the first vendor guest on that is Mr. Harry Brailsford from SMB Nation. So that's always fun. And Monica's got all kinds of fun stuff lined up. So check us out with Odd Tuesdays. Uh, take a look at the SMB Online Conference. Take a look at the SMB Nation Fall Conference and the SMB Pre Day. And I encourage you to get in touch with me. My email is carlp, K A R L P, at smallbizthoughts.com. And um, it might take me a while to get your email, but I will do my best to answer your questions. Try to send small questions, not long questions. If I open the email and it's like 27 paragraphs, I'm going to close it and, and mark it to be read later when I've got time. Uh, if it's one or two questions, then I'll be able to respond very quickly. So anyway, I encourage you to get in touch with me, but more importantly, I encourage you to invest in yourself and invest in your business this year. And I wish everyone in the SMB space a wonderful and a prosperous day. Thanks for joining me this year, and I will see you next Tuesday.